What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Eyes Make Money on the Train podcast. I'm joined by my business partner, my homie, my BFF, 5'1". Whoa. 130 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> Got a oh, nice dude. beard. Cole the Silva. What's up, Doc? That was such a backhanded compliment. It's not even funny. What's up, y'all? I hope you guys are having the best day of your entire lives. We are actually in person together in Vegas. It's actually kind of funny, too, because when you do these podcasts, it's like people only see us on Zoom. Yeah. And they never see us in person together, even though we live literally less than 100 meters away from each other. We always do podcasts separate because we always talk over each other. I'm and, just kidding. And by we say we always talk over no, each other. Cole always talks over me. As you can tell, there you go. As you can tell, Cole always talks over me every time I try to share my opinion. He won't shut the hell up. Exactly. There you go. So I'm super excited for this one, guys. You know, Pod Chats is one of our favorite calls in the entire world. Not only because we get to give value, but we get to have open, honest, straightforward live conversations with our clients and deliver them value across everything. So let's get into it, bro. All right. If you guys, as you guys are coming up, you have to start with the win, but you have to keep it 30 seconds or less because I want to respect everyone's time on the call. First up, we got D. What's up, D? Yo, what's good? Appreciate you guys. How are you doing? Man, best day of my life, bro. I love that. So win for the day is I signed a low ticket through the DM, so that was fucking lit. My question is, I'm looking to, I feel like my bottleneck right now is I'm not getting enough leads just coming in through the door. Okay. Coming off the six-week challenge, right? So we close off the door to that. But just kind of finishing off January, I want to be able to sign 14 clients. I'm, I've gotten three so far, and I just really want to fucking hit that goal and get to 6K reoccurring. So any tips on just getting hotter leads to come through? Tell me about your posting schedule right now. So I post two to three times per day, mostly three times per day, three reels, one written post, stories. I have like a, a stoic book that I take daily meditations from, post it on my story, morning routine, workouts, Natasha's story workflow. And yeah, that's pretty much it. What is your call to action schedule on your Instagram story? So I do a call to action either Monday. Honestly, it just depends. I don't keep it the same days. You have to keep it the same on. day, Monday and Thursday. Business is about systems. So like the first thing I'm going to audit is your schedule. Business is about systems. Especially if you're posting three times a week, bro, your call to action schedule needs to be twice a week. Once on Monday, hard call to actions. Once on Thursday, soft call to actions. Okay. Outreach per day. How many messages are you sending outbound per day? 50 to 100. Is it 15 or is it 100? It just depends on the day, honestly. Like it's, if I'm exactly. really packed that day. Exactly. But it, it depends on the day. So you're conditional, mm. right? Mm. Sometimes I do this. Sometimes you do that. Sometimes when I go to the gym, I put in work and sometimes I'm a lazy piece of shit. We can't be conditional, right? It's like unconditional every day, 50 messages a day, regardless of the circumstance. How much social proof are you posting on your social media? Uh, every day. Every okay. day. Okay. So first things first, write this down, become unconditional. Income generating activities are 50 outbound DMs a day to people that are on your audience. Social proof every single day, what you're doing. Two calls to action every week, Monday and Thursday. Become unconditional with those activities for the next 90 days and you will hit 6K recurring. Are you going to hit 6K recurring this month? I don't know because business isn't an overnight thing. But I promise you when you focus on becoming unconditional, which is very similar to the conversation we had last week, you're not going to be running into these issues on a month-to-month -month basis. So I'm, I'm, I am sending 50 DMs every day no matter what. It's just ranges between the 50 to 100. So would you guys say to up, up it to like 75 to 100 then? or no. just I would say audit the DMs that you've been sending out and then go audit the conversations that have happened over the last two to four weeks and see what you've been doing right versus wrong. What I mean by that is volume is not the answer if the current situation is not working. Does that make sense, D? Like if you're sending Absolutely. 50 and nothing's working, the answer isn't let's just do 100. The answer is audit what you're doing wrong 
audit what is actually showing to you and then make an adjustment. Because a lot of you guys, what you do is you hear Brian say, send out 50 every day, seven days a week, right? Awesome. How many of you guys are actually doing that? Say me in the chat box or me in the live stream if you guys are here. So you'll do 50 a day every day. But then if I look at your DMs, you're like, hey, homie, what's up? Hey, homie, what's up? Or you guys will just send out 50 fucking kill shots. Hey, I'm a fitness coach. And if you need help, just let me know. Well, never, never going to fucking DM you because you didn't build a relationship and you didn't send out intentional DMs. So go audit the people you're actually speaking to. See if they were cold. Look at the warmth spectrum of who you're actually DMing and then making an adjustment. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So what I'm going to add, so one of the things that I'm going to say is if you're successful already, oftentimes it's a small micro shift that you can make in your business that's going to turbocharge your success. But that micro shift might not lead to an immediate uptake, but it will lead to an uptake over the next 90 days. D, twice a week, every week you do calls to action Monday and Thursday and you blast across all social media platforms. Yep. That one activity over the course of 90 days and you're going to be hitting your recurring income targets every single month. Cool. All right, bet. Write this yeah. down. Become unconditional. I did. And for the CTAs, you said hard on Monday or soft, soft on Monday? Hard on Monday. Why? Because people eat like shit on the weekends. They party, they drink, they fall off track. That's why Monday is the best time to be like, I'm looking for five people that want to lose 10 pounds in the next 30 days. If that's you, DM me. All right, smooth. Yeah, let's rock and roll. Appreciate it. Got you, bro. What's up, Joseph? What's going on, fellas? Thanks for the feedback. That, that was helpful for me as well. I um, become unconditional is definitely something I'm going to start working on. For me, a win is I have been studying every single day and I feel like I'm in that momentum of just like learning something new, constantly pushing, right? Like not really getting discouraged if something doesn't go my way. So I feel like that's a huge mental win for me. Yep. But my question is, is kind of piggybacking off of that. I got on another sales call yesterday and I, I'm having trouble closing these calls. Like I'm studying sales every day. I'm going over the the modules and implementing i'm learning from youtube and different things like that but when it comes to objections i i feel like i try and apply like their pain to the current objection yeah. but i usually don't end up closing the calls and i'm starting to get frustrated so i don't know if there's anything else i can do yeah well first and foremost don't get frustrated because that's not going to solve the problem period right like a lot of you guys allow your emotions to dictate your actions and you allow your emotions to overcome you when you're dealing with something that is just normal, right? Going through what you're going through right now is normal. It's what happens in business. Okay. So don't get frustrated. All right. Take a deep fucking breath. If you need to go for a walk, go for a walk. If you need to do a workout, do a workout, but you need to learn how to get rid of those emotions, especially the negative ones in order to get you in a positive state. So we can start scaling. All right. Secondly, what you need to understand is learning about basketball. Isn't playing basketball. Learning about sales is not playing sales. So how many role plays have you done in the last two weeks? Role play is probably like five to six with who i've done them with pedro with melanie and a few others cool so first and foremost i'm just going to call you out if you can't remember the fucking name then i doubt that you did them but i'm just going to say that all right secondly when it comes down to the role plays how aggressive were they before you answer that question when i say how aggressive were they what were you actually doing on the role play were they running you through every single objection you've gotten in the last two weeks and being brutally fucking honest so you wouldn't actually make the sale or were they giving you one objection, letting you rant like crazy and then being like, oh, yeah, that was good. Like, where are you, sit where are you sitting right now? To be honest, with and Anthony's another one. And with the people that I role play with, it's kind of a mix of the two. So I would say it's a mix of both. So what you need to do and what I would suggest all of you guys do if you are dealing with sales problems is you need to first identify what your problem is and what your weak point is. Your weak point is objection handling. 
all right, start writing down all the objections that you suck at overcoming. And again, I'm not putting you down. This is just truth facts. Like there was a lot of the ones that me and Brian sucked at overcoming for a long time. What we do is we'd write them down or right after we were done the call, Brian and myself would call each other and be like, yo, homie, I fucking fucked up on the wife objection. Can I run this through with you? And he'd be like, yeah. And then I would do my pitch. He'd give me the wife objection. And we'd go back and forth for like 30 minutes straight. Where it's just like, no matter what I said, well, I still want to talk to her. Well, I don't know if I'm comfortable. Why? Because it put me in a very frustrated space and I needed to find my way out. This is what you need to do. Because right now you're studying sales, but a lot of you guys study sales either in PG domination, or you'll find another individual on YouTube and you'll study them. But the implementation of what you studied isn't there to the degree that you need it to be. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense that that's starting to feel like what is happening. I'm just like spinning my fucking tires. Like yes. I'm studying. I'm like, why is this not like paying off now? Right? Like, it's a long game. like, look at Kobe guys. Not only did he study the game of basketball so much, but he practiced anywhere from four to six hours a day even on the days where he was playing a game where individuals would show up to practice, they had what three to four hour practice that they needed to do. And he was there two hours before anybody even showed up because it's not learning. All right. It's actually implementing. Does that make sense? Yeah. 100%. Joseph, what was the specific objection that you got? The specific objection that I got was, um, I just need to make sure that it's in the budget. I got to check with the wife. It was kind of those two at the same time. Okay. So what you need to do is I'm gonna ask you a question now. If you were able to do that call again, Joseph, and you were able to run through that call again, what would you have done differently thinking about that specific call? I probably would have pushed another one or two more times. I ended up asking for a deposit and he was just like, no, I don't wanna do a deposit. So after that, I kind of just felt like, well, shit, like if you're not gonna do a deposit, then yeah, just let me know what, what your wife says. Okay, so whatever you just said, right? You said you probably would have pushed one or two more times. That's what you're gonna do on the next call. Everybody write this in the chat. Every no is one step closer to a yes. Agreed. It's like, guys, I don't like, you can't count the no's because the no's are getting you closer to the yeses. Uh-huh. And if you're like, and if you guys have had a streak of no's, like nine no's, that just means you're that much closer. to You're overdue a yes. Yep. And you're overdue a yes. And so I always ask the question, Joseph, every time I do a call, if I could do that call again differently, what would I have done better? And then I do that thing the next call and then I get 1% better. Bro, you're like three feet from gold. You need to keep going. Like it's, discouragement yeah. is a natural part of the process. It's okay to be discouraged. Just keep going. It's yeah, 100%. Tired. I believe that. Keep going. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's just, uh, I just wanted to get some insight. Because yeah, I tell myself that like, you're getting fucking closer, bro. Like you're getting better. All good. Keep grinding. Like, but it just is like, well, fuck. Like, it'd be nice to close the, the uh, piff. You know, it'd be nice. Taylor, can you unmute for a second? Hey, what's going on? Can... I get you to role play with Joseph and just be a fucking asshole to him for like half an hour, please. Yeah, for sure. Joseph, hit me up, bro. Perfect. Okay. Let's do that. Okay, let's do that. Because like, you're, it must be nice. Like, it would be nice to get paid in full. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to win the fucking lottery, homie. It's probably not going to happen, right? Like, it's not going to happen unless you make it happen. All right. I want you to start talking in like a more aggressive language, less, less passive language. You will make it happen. You will get it paid in full. I will fucking see success. Make sense? Makes sense. Perfect. And then Taylor's going to run you through a role play and you're going to feel what it's like to actually get objections and not win. Guys, the goal of the role play isn't let's get on the fucking call and me and Brian go back and forth and he just alleups me everything or gives me one objection and then it kind of like phases out and it's fine. I'm not supposed to win that role play. That's how we played them. Like I don't win the fucking role play. He doesn't win the role play. Why? Because then when you get on a call with somebody who gives you one objection, it's like, holy fuck, like this is the easiest thing in the world because <laughs> I spent 30 minutes jumping through hoops to get nowhere. Feel me? Yep. Yeah. I appreciate you guys.
That's right. I love it. LaDonna, what's up, girl? Hey, can you hear me? Absolutely. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So good. So my win is pushing past the uncomfortableness, getting on this call and coming to the event. Yeah. And coming to the penthouse tonight. Let's fucking go. Yeah. So my question is, is there a specific time or like in our business that we should be raising our prices? Everybody I'm attracting, they don't even want to pay like the deposit and stuff, which tells me they're not serious at all. But I've mostly worked with people that come from my hometown who I know don't have a lot of money and stuff. So I'm just wondering, like, is there a certain time frame or like certain amount of clients that we should be upping those prices? Out of your last five sales calls, have you closed them? Yes or no? Yeah, I closed one. Okay. So do not increase your prices until you can close four to five. Everybody write that down. Okay. If you're not closing four to five of your sales calls, don't increase your prices. Why? Because you can't even close at this rate. And that's not me that's like true. downplaying your success or anything, but like if you can't close at this rate, you're definitely not going to be able to close at a higher rate. So don't close until you can close to four to five. Once you can close four to five and that's okay. comfortable, then I would increase your prices because that to me says that like the value that you're bringing is higher than the price that you're asking for it. And people are willing to pay at that point, I would increase your prices. But right now, LaDonna, I would focus 100% on your energy on improving your sales skills right? Improving your content. So coming to content audits, improving your content, improving your sales skills. And I wouldn't be focusing on pricing because pricing is not the issue. It's sales and content. I agree. I think a lot of okay. you guys overthink the prices of your program. Fuck me and Brian didn't raise the prices of our program when we were fitness coaching until what both of us had 45 plus clients. Yeah. And even then, like then we just started having the conversation. How many clients do you have? One right now. So, until you have 40 plus, I don't want to hear you talk about increasing your prices. Okay. Okay. Just pick okay. a price and make it happen. Why? Because you guys also need to look at it this way. You are valuable. I feel like a lot of you guys could charge whatever the fuck you want. It's something that me and Brian talk about all the time when it comes down to pricing, et cetera. But a big reason why a lot of coaches also don't end up scaling is because I agree with what Brian said. If you can close at a high rate, raise your prices. But what you guys will do when you're first starting is you'll close at a high rate, increase your prices, close at a high rate, increase your prices. And then all these fucking people that you've been building a relationship with and creating content for for the last six and a half months come back to you six months later because they want to work with you. And now they don't know your offer. They don't know what you're charging and they can't afford your fucking program because you have to get where if you just stick it out, like set a goal, 40 clients is what you need to hit before you raise your prices or anything. And then you hit that mark. And then you can talk about raising it and more because then think of all the relationships you're going to build and all these people that actually know what you're about when they talk to you in the past 60 plus months. Feel me? LaDonna, write this down. Yeah. Sign my next client this week. Yes. That's your goal. Okay. <laughs> Don't think about raising your prices. Your goal is to sign your next client this week and post in the academy once it's done. Agreed. And shake. <laughs> shake my head. There we go. I'll see you tonight. I'll see you tonight. Deal. Thank you. You're welcome. What's up, John? Hello. Yeah. What's up, Kane? Yo, what's happening? Um, my win, um, I signed a client from the United States and I'm from Scotland. So that's the first client I've signed out with the UK. That's how it is. Um, my question is, I'm struggling with uh, lead generation and how to just grow my network. That's the question? Yeah, I'm struggling to grow my network. I just want to, I'm, I'm pretty new. Um, I've only got um, 500 followers. How long have you been in the academy? Uh, since September. Four and a half months? Yeah. Okay, what units have you done? How much content have you actually absorbed and implemented, by the way? Guys, if I ask you about watching a video, I want to know about the implementation as well. How many have you done? 
I'm on module seven right now. Module seven. So that means you watch all the content creation videos, correct? Yeah. Does that mean if I go to your social media right now, you're speaking in front of the camera like I teach everybody to do every single day? Yes. I like that. How many times are you posting a day? Um, once. Nice. I like that. Seven days a week or five days a week? Yeah. Seven. Cool. I like that. How many DMs are you sending a day? Um, five, if lucky. Five, if lucky? Yeah. I'm struggling to find people to um, message. Okay, pause. Are you doing the power hour? Mm, not consistently, no. That's the problem. Mm. So like if I were to add, if you had a fat loss client and you're like, okay, bro, so like your fat loss client comes to you, they're like, I'm struggling to lose weight. And you're like, okay, great. So how's your training plan? They're like, training's great. And you're like, how's your nutrition? They're like, nutrition's great. And you're like, how's their water intake? And they're like, oh, I'm drinking like half a liter a day. What would be your advice to that client? Drink more water. Drink more water. So like we told you exactly what to do to grow your audience on social media. But if you're not willing to do that consistently, then you're not going to grow. Just like mm -hmm. if your fat loss client came to you and isn't drinking water, they're not going to lose weight. And it's like, everybody write this in the comments. The boring work produces the breakthroughs. Yeah. So John, it's not sexy to spend an hour on social media, engaging on other people's profiles, commenting back on your own stuff, finding people to follow and engaging with their content. That's not sexy, but the boring work produces the breakthroughs. One of our clients, Joe Gerald. Yeah. Joe Gerald came to the mastermind, 500 social media followers, just started on the exact same place as you, bro. Has 1300 followers now, just started growing on social media, making $15,000 a month now. And all he does is the power hour. Mm -hmm. Like, how'd you grow your audience? He's like, I do the power hour every day. I never miss. But like the difference between never miss and sometimes I do it is the difference between zero and 10K a month. So go rewatch the power hour and do it every single day and come back to us in 30 days and come on pod chats. I guarantee you we're having a different conversation. Makes sense? Yep. Got it. Perfect. No shortcuts. For everybody else here, right. as we're moving on to the next person, I just want to say this very, 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 very clearly. All right. Again, when I brought up the units and Brian just said it again, there's a very big difference between watching and implementing. We even said it earlier. I'm noticing this as a trend, not only in the CLA, but in the 10K mastermind, even the million dollar mastermind and across social media with other business coaches and people trying to see success is people absorb a lot, but they rarely implement what they absorb. And I've said it a billion times. We have a bunch of different ways to say it, but it's information without implementation is just fucking noise. You guys take in so much, but then you don't just do the work. And it's because you're looking for the hack or the shortcut and the hack and the shortcut doesn't fucking exist. It just doesn't. It took us over a decade to get to where we are. All right. You guys see a Don Lamb and you want to be a coach like him. He's been in the industry for fucking longer than me and Brian have. All right. He's literally grinded it out and built his name up to this golden standard in Kamloops. You're not just going to become him overnight. You've got to implement, 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 implement. It didn't work. Don't give a fuck. Implement, implement, implement. Deal? You guys are in for that. Say deal in the chat box, please. I need to make sure it sinks in. I think you guys like actually forget that Cole used to have less social media followers than me. I had fucking. 200 social media followers when I first met Brian when I was an iron worker, right? In the midst of, what was it, three and a half, four years? Yeah. I went from 200 to 18,000, right? That's when we started PT Domination. I had 18,000. In the first year and a half we were running PT Domination, I barely posted. I did nothing, right? Then I started going ham on social media. And from when we first started PT Dom until now, I went from 18,000 followers to just under 1.9 million across all social media platforms. It took a long fucking time to get to this point. Yeah, I posted thousands of pieces of content, guys, not a couple hundred thousands across every single fucking platform. I need you guys to understand it's going to take a while. But if you're willing to fucking walk, eventually you'll get to the water. Boom. Darren Petty said, I'm willing. I want to sign up right now. Can you send me the link? Yes. Send me a DM, Darren. I got, got you. you, dog. Got you, Darren. Number one. Number two, everybody write this down. Never give up on the time that it takes to accomplish a dream because eventually the time will pass. Yep. Never give up. 
because of the time that it will take to accomplish a dream because eventually the time will pass. Somebody just asked me in a podcast, like, how did it feel speaking in front of 1,250 people? I was like, like I manifested it. It's like, you guys aren't putting in the fucking work because you're like, ah, oh, you know, grinding on my social media is so hard. And like, I want to go my business to $10,000 a month, but I'm not willing to do the activities that are associated with it because it's so hard. Never give up because the time that it's going to take to accomplish a dream, because eventually that time will pass. I'm telling you guys, put in the fucking work. Judith, you, I saw you lower your hand. You better have gotten the answer you're looking for. You thought I didn't we'll see you, but I see you. Find you Judith. I fucking see you. All right. I see you. You thought I didn't see. I fucking see everything. Okay. Judith, I see you. All right. She's writing notes. Right. Shit down. <laughs> Ashner, what up? Yo. Can you what hear up? Me? Yes, sir. Okay. So I, right now, I have 38,000 followers. Nice. I, um, on my month two of starting this. Love that. But I had already been building it up prior to that. But I'm, I'm averaging like four to five calls per week. But I feel like the people I'm attracting on my social media are like young 16-year-old guys who want to get like ripped and stuff. But it's like when I go and I send out DMs to my followers or people that come and like my stuff, they all seem to be like 18, 16-year-olds. And the problem is a lot of times when I, you know, do try to book them on a call, they either don't have a job or stuff and stuff like that. So it's like, it feels like all my leads are 16, 18-year-old guys. Pause. So everybody write this down. An isolated incident doesn't indicate a major issue. So I want to know specifically, how much money have you made so far in the program, bro? Like 2K. I have like seven clients right now. Cool. There we go. And is that 2K recurring? Recurring is probably like 950 or 1,000. I like that. I've already paid off your investment. Let's fucking go. So yeah. that tells me that there's clients in your social media, right? That tells me there. And so what you can uh -huh. do, Ashner, is you can be more specific with your call to actions. So you can say something like, I'm looking for five men who are over 21, who are interested in losing five to 10 pounds of body fat. If that's you, vote here. Okay. And then one of the questions in your DM script is, I only work with men that are 21 plus. Are you like, are you over 21? Is that something like, are you over 21? No, like, okay, cool. Don't worry. So I have a free resource. Another thing you can do to like help with this insight is because I don't think the majority of your followers are underage, but sometimes we feel that like, sometimes we can overgeneralize. Like we have a couple clients say that, yeah. but all of our, all of my followers are that. Go to your insights, bro. Your insights will tell you. Just about to say, can we do this right yeah, now? Go ahead. Okay. I want you to get out of this Zoom call. Don't leave, but go to your Instagram right now. Right fucking now. We're going to do this. Everybody can do this with us. We're going to walk you through it. Let me know when you're on your Instagram profile. On my Instagram. Dope. Click professional dashboard for me, please. Okay. Is that like on the three lines on the top right? Yeah, you should be able to click it in the hamburger. If you click it there, you'll see something that either says professional dashboard or insights. Click that. If you have a personal account, this probably won't work, but just insight. Okay. There we go. You're in insights. Now go to followers. Total followers. Yeah. Now when you click followers, if you scroll down, not only will it show you where they are from the city wise and the country wise, but you can see the age of your followers. You see that at the bottom? Yeah. It says uh 40%. Majority is 18 to 24. There we go. That means a massive amount of your audience is between 18 and 24. That means people are between 20 and 24 as well, not just 18. All right. What's the rest of your audience? Because that's only 40%. You said majority 40%, but 60% is the majority. So where's the rest? So so it's 40%, 18, 24, 25%, 25 to 34, and then 10%, 35 to 44. And so then 25% of your max followers. You said you have 36,000 followers, right? Yeah, so out of all of this... I'll give you a quick math because my brain is good at math. Pretty much like 18 to 34 is uh, 55%. Right, so you got 22,000 followers that can afford your shit is what we're saying. Yes. 
Yeah. That's what Pretty I'm saying much. right now. So this is for all of you guys, because what usually ends up happening, number one, the reason why younger individuals, all right, younger guys or younger girls will DM you guys based off of your product is because they don't have an ego yet, usually, right? Understand this. They just want help. They're trying to change their life. They see somebody that inspires them. They don't have a massive fucking inflated ego like a lot of these parents and a lot of these older individuals. So they'll just start DMing because they, number one, think you're cool or two, need your fucking help. All right. But the individuals that can afford your program, which are in your insights right now, which we just established, need a reason to connect with you or you need to open the door for them through sending DMs. Feel me? Mm -hmm. I cannot even begin to tell you the amount of individuals that are in this program, the CLA right fucking now that are in here strictly due to the fact that Brian opened the door and said, hello first. Who here is in the program? Because I DM the first, raise your hand. Uh-huh. Like over half the Zoom call. You yeah. know me? I like that. So you just got to be willing to start the conversation. Yeah. And dude, again, if you're getting a lot of people that are younger, one of the questions you can ask in your DMs, if you wanted to be less aggressive, Ashner, and you wanted to figure out if they had a job, you could say, yeah. what do you do for work and how active are you? Yes. Question mark. That's a really easy way of saying like, do you have a job without actually saying, do you are have you? a job? What do you do for work and how mm -hmm. active are you? Can Then you can figure out like if they're sedentary, if they're not sedentary. And also you can figure out if they have a job or if they can't afford your program. Make sense? Yeah. You got the followers, brother. You just got to be more specific when you're calling people out. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're already successful. You just need to keep this train going, brother. You're already on the, you're on the come up. There's only month two. You keep this up for the next few months. You're going to be at 20 clients and 30 clients and 40 clients. Agreed. You're on the come up, bro. Keep going. Yeah. Thank you for coming up, bro. I appreciate you. Thank you, bro. What's up, Mikey? What's going on, guys? How you doing, brother? A win is I sold three pips on Monday. So I'm already at $4,000 in the last 10 days. Damn. So this might be your two first phone calls today. So that's exciting. Must be your first 10K month. Aiming for it, man. Like now, that. my question is, I have 28, I have 28 clients. Yep. I'm looking to start a, a Facebook group. Yep. How do I, like, how do I go do by doing that? Like, what's the best way to make a Facebook group? I'm so this is where usually people think I'm an asshole because I don't give you the answer on the Zoom call. Watch the unit and do exactly what's in the unit. The reason why is because we've actually walked you through step by step individually what to do in order to optimize it properly. So. Like, to how do you start your Facebook group and how do you go about it? Well, you start the group, you create rules, you put up a cover photo, you set the expectations. So as soon as people join, they're good to go. Also, when you send it the link, you don't invite anybody in yet until you have everything situated and it's all good to go. But go watch the unit, please. Right? That's going to walk you through everything. Literally thinking about it in order to actually implementing it and launching it. Because I don't want us to give you conflicting advice based off of the fact that we haven't watched the fucking unit in the last week. Feel me? Yep. All right. Sounds good, man. Thank you. Oh. I'm like, that's that's the breakdown. Anybody who is here, this is a funny thing. A lot of you guys have questions that like we've given you the perfect 100% step-by-step blueprint walk instructions on how to do it. If you're on the uh, podcast, you might be like, well, Cole, answer the question because I want the value too. Well, too bad. Mike, go watch the Facebook group unit. All right, break it down. And if something's wrong or it doesn't work, make a post about it or come back next week on podcasts and be like, guys, something's wrong. I don't know what's happening. Hit us with a problem and then we can solve it for you. But we already have your answer ready to go. All you got to do is open the video deal. All right. Bet. What's up, Becca? Yay. Just okay. Can you hear me? First of yep. all. Okay, sweet. So quick win after last week's pod chats and a cute little mental breakdown after. And then Brian's call on Monday. I've like really sat down with myself and figured out what the fuck 5K Becca looks like and what actions I need to do every day. So I'm committing to that and I'm going to fucking do it. And yeah. Okay. That's it. So that's good. That's just like a mental win. I love that. My question is though, I've been in the CLA since July. I haven't done my first 14 day challenge. 
because I'm a little bitch and I'm a little bit scared to do it, but that's okay. I'm going to do that too. Obviously it's January and you guys are like shitting on doing 40 day challenges, but I have no leads right now, which I'm also working on. When do you think the best time would be to start a 40 day challenge? I like, this is what I call the 80, 20 rule. Okay. 80% of the time I eat healthy, delicious foods. 20% of the time, I eat whatever the fuck I want. 80% of the time, you should listen to everything that Cole and I say. 20% of the time, you should do the opposite. So in your case, you're a 20% rule. So Becca, I'm going to give you conflicting advice with what we just gave last week. You have no leads, no clients. Now is the time to do a free fortune challenge. Great. So for you, you can launch it right now. And you can literally be like, hey, if your new year's got off to a slow start and you'd like my help kicking your ass into gear, I created a new year, new me challenge. I'm going to run you ladies through for free for 14 days because I see a lot of women struggling with weight loss and I don't want you to be one of them. Okay. You can literally okay, also shout out to fucking today. Okay. Bray told me to do that. So sorry, Bray, for <laughs> asking a question anyway. But yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Bray's like the mom and me and Cole are the dads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, okay. Thank you. I appreciate launch it. it. Launch it today. Post in the group. Let us know. Launch it today. Uh, fuck yeah, launch it today. Come up with the name and make the post today. Figure it out. You can literally, okay, you don't have to make the actual graphic details, although it would be dope if you could. But you can make a post on your Instagram story, or you could literally end this fucking podcast and be like, hey, ladies, a lot of women have been struggling to get their finish journey started in January. If that's you and you want something for free so I can help you over the next two weeks, I'll help you with your training, your nutrition accountability. If that's you, for free, vote here. Yeah, make the challenge start like fucking next Monday or the Monday, Monday after that. It'll give you a week and a half to grow it. To build. Agreed. Okay. 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 I'll do it. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Oh, fucking panic. You got this. It will. It will. It will. Okay. 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 And Bray, I will message you. (laughs) Okay. Peace out. Thank you. You're welcome. What's up, Car? What's up, King? Yeah. So, uh, a couple quick wins. Uh, I joined the academy last month. I'm on month two. Uh, Last month, I went live every single day, posted in the story every single day, was making content every day. So the questions that uh, I want to tell everybody that the stuff works. My Instagram engagement went from probably eight to nine people on my stories to 35 to 45 people now. My Facebook stories have gone from 15 to 20 to anywhere from 85 to 135 a day. And then the last, in the last four days, I've closed three sales. I've got two monthlies. At 200, and then I did a one monthly meal plan at 97 a month. And then I'm going to be scheduling probably five more calls this week, and then I'm going to close those two. And then the questions that I have I notice on your guys when you guys do your lives, you don't post your lives onto your feed. Mm-hmm. I did do that as part of my content posting. Is that okay? Should I not post the lives on there? So do whatever you want to do. All right. I'm going to preface this by saying this do whatever you want to do. You guys will see Brian post some of the live streams that he does on his feed. Why? Because they mean a lot to him. All right. They're very, very deep moments where he's stepping on a stage or he's doing a podcast or he's speaking in front of a high school. Those ones, by all means, I would tell you to. Now, again, though, with that being said, the reason why I tell you guys not to post your live streams on your feed is because, and let me revert this back to you, big dog. When's the last time you watched somebody's live stream replay on their feed? Tell me. Never. (laughs) Exactly. So only post how you consume. A lot of individuals will not watch a replay of a live stream on Instagram because Instagram is just not the platform for that. Now they will watch the live stream replay on Facebook because Facebook is more of a platform that people absorb and like to watch longer form content on like a YouTube. So what I would suggest is go live on Facebook and Instagram at the same time, leave the replay up on Facebook, download the replay from Instagram, chop up the points that hit the hardest, on InShot or CapCut and then post those moments or 
just download the okay. live stream, listen to what you said. You're like, oh, that was a good moment. Take a note. That was a good moment. Take a note. That was a good moment. Take a note. And go film videos based off of the content that you just produced. But again, when's the last time you watch a live stream replay on Instagram? Yeah, it never happens. I also think, I'm just going to call you Car because your name isn't up here. I also think that- uh... It's Carlos. Okay, Carlos. Okay, got it. The only live streams that I'll post on my feed, bro, is like like when I went live for the Limitless Arena yeah. as an example. And I was like, it was like me getting on stage. Like that was a special moment I wanted to save. Or when me and Ryan Pineda went live to announce that we were doing, like I was coming to WealthCon. That was a cool moment. So I wanted to save that live stream. Or if I like, okay. when I go live with people that I'm like, that was a fucking crazy good interview. I want to save that. I'll save that. But it's very rare because live streams will get significantly less engagement. The goal on social media is to get seen by more right. people because more people equals more potential customers. Yeah. I wouldn't be posting my live streams on my feed if I were you. In, yeah. in your specific instance, it wouldn't be worth it. Like Cole said, take the ideas from the live stream that are good and then just make short form videos about that. Everybody write this down. Post how you consume, all right? Whether you guys look up to Brian, me, Ryan Pineda, just because we're fucking well caught and his name stuck in my head, or literally anybody else, I don't give a fuck. Post how you consume. If you have an individual that you look up to and you love the way they post, look at how they're posting and be like, maybe I should do that. If they post primarily reels, fucking post more reels. If they post a lot of in-depth written posts and you get a lot of value from that, maybe you're a copywriter. Maybe you fucking should be writing more. Brian's amazing at writing copy. I fucking hate it. I'd rather dig my eyes out. So I only do videos. Does this make sense, Carlos? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. I got it. Good and job, then, um... by the way. I like that. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. All the guys, everything you're doing, like, it's legit. It's real. Like, if you guys fucking work it, it'll work. And next thing, so my Instagram tag name, it's Mindset Direction Coach. Because before I got into the fitness side of things, I was really just focusing on mindset coaching. But then as I was doing more, you know, videos and stuff like that, people were always asking me for fitness advice. I was like, oh, shit. Well, this is what I actually really love to do. So the question I have is like, does that name make sense for when I'm trying to show people that I'm doing, which is fitness coaching? Not to me. All right. And this is the thing. Right. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm a little bit biased with this. I think that your tag, like the actual tag on Instagram should just be your fucking name. Why? Because if I shake your hand in person and I want to look you up later, I'm not going to type in, what was it? Mindset mentor coach or some shit. Yeah, was my, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. Like that, I will never remember, but I'll remember Carlos. Right. Right. If I'm in an event, right. I'm you up and we connect really well, what's going to happen? I'm going to go to Instagram. I'm going to search up your fucking name. That's why I think you guys right. should keep your Instagram tag. All right. As your name. That's the thing that I think is the most important. All right, Brian, this is the real Brian Mark. Mine is Cole Lewis De Silva. Now you can use the name section on your Instagram to put something in there that is good for SEO search, like you guys have looked at before. All right, Brian's is number one business coach. So you can play with that one, but I think your tag should be your fucking name. Okay. Okay. Got it. Cool. Good to Thank go. Thank you guys. I appreciate you. Got you, Doc. Thank you for showing up. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. What's up, Sammy? Hello. How are you guys? Best day of our lives. How are you? Good. Thank you. So starting with the win, I so I did the challenge. Like I launched a paid challenge and just like 
did complete, like we were talking about last week, complete messy action, just was like doing it, putting it up there, was like 48-hour enrollment, totally on the like Friday, totally jinxed myself and then was like, and was like, oh, I bet I'll get no one because I did this so last minute. And then we listened to Dane's talk on Saturday. Oh, it's Saturday our time, so Friday for you yep. guys. And was just like, oh, you idiot. This is You're not going to sign anyone because you've had this dumb mindset. Fully mm. flipped my mindset. Had like totally spoke it out there. And then I ended up getting four paid challenge entrances that like in that last little 12-hour period and also have and got my clients in on it as well. So it, it's like there's like over 20 people in the paid challenge so I was like yes boom love to go so that, that's a win and then I also signed a new client last week as well so we love wins. double win yeah and the challenge is going really well everyone's like loving it super engaged so yes super happy but another interesting mindset thing that happened for me yesterday which I would really like to break down is so I had a person apply through my like google form yep. submission thing and I actually do know this person. I They used to go to the F45 that I worked at back in 2017, 2016, back when I worked. So I know her, but not super well. Anyways, as soon as I got the notification, I had this huge pang of anxiety. And it's not the first time it's happened, but I got this huge pang of anxiety and like blockage and was just like, no, can't do this. Like fully felt blocked and freaked out. And like side note, I am quite a very anxious person in general. So I'm used to getting that, but it was just this huge blockage, which I can't work out why I get it. And because one, I love being an online coach. I love like doing this. I know this person that's not, but I just, I was so blocked. I still went through with the messaging and everything, but like, I was like, what the heck is happening? I would love to break this down because you I, can't work out. I don't know that I like literally was just like, I'm going to rapid fire some questions. Are you like overwhelmed with the clients that you have? No, no. Like I feel like in a really good spot to to want to grow. Is it because you know them personally? No, because I've had this with even when I've had people who I don't know apply. Uh, do you feel like you're going to let them down? Logically, no. But I think maybe I still like I think we talked about before. I still just maybe just have that self doubt. But you're an anxious person because you associate with being one, right? I deal with anxiety as well. I deal with self-doubt, but I'm not an anxious person. And you've never heard me say that shit ever. Yeah. Because when you utilize yeah. words like that, you associate with being that. So the reason mm. why, to me, it sounds like you had that burst of anxiety is because you don't believe in yourself and you associate with being something that doesn't resonate with you anymore. Words are mm. fucking powerful. If you're always like, oh, fuck, that made me super anxious, but it's okay because I'm a very anxious person. No, you're not. You're a strong, powerful individual. Stop associating with words that don't serve you, period. If someone I know says, Cole, like, guys, like, I'm bullish with this. Alex Ramosi actually talked about this, and I resonated with it so much. I shared it to Julia and stuff as well, because this is something I've started to do over the last two years. If you associate me with a word that I don't like, I will correct you, because words are powerful, mm. right? I don't associate with words that drag me down. I don't associate with statements and labels that are not what I want my life to be. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Now, again, I don't know why you got that burst of anxiety with that individual DM to you. Maybe something happened when you guys were, used to work together. Maybe there was an instant that you remember that you feel off about. Maybe there was something that happened and we could dive into all of that, but I don't know if we have fucking time. But the main thing that I need you to understand is our words matter and what we say will continue to show up throughout life. I'm an anxious person. Mm. No, you're fucking not, Sammy. You're choosing to be. Understand that. Mm. Think in. You are more powerful. You are choosing to allow anxiety to overwhelm you. 
when those thoughts come mm. in your head, you need to vocalize the opposite. Have I done the count to 10 with you exercise yet? No, but it's so funny you say that because I was just listening to one of your podcasts and you did that to someone. Oh, you did it yesterday. Oh, so yeah. I did it, and it <laughs> burst three of our clients into tears and I'm going to do it with you right now because I need all of you guys to understand it because a lot of you guys internalize negativity without voicing positivity. So everybody close your eyes for a second. I want you guys to do this with me. All right, close your eyes. If I see your eyes open, I'll kick you out of the Zoom call. All right, I see you. Hey, Sydney, I see you. Oh, there we go. Close your eyes. Perfect. All right, everybody, I want you to count to 10 in your head while I am counting out loud. Follow along and don't stop counting until I tell you. One, two, three, four. Keep the count going. Don't stop. Keep the count going. Now say your name out loud for me, Sammy. Brian. Sammy. What happened to the count in your head? It stops. Exactly. Because when you vocalize, you cannot internalize. When you guys have thoughts going on in your mind, you need to vocalize the opposite. Oh my God, I'm so anxious. But you're not talking. It's not like you see that notification, you're walking around your house like, oh, fuck, and you're like losing your mind. You're just like, oh my God. And you start to have this overwhelming fucking thoughts in your mind. You need to vocalize the opposite. Now I can deal with anything that comes my way. Fuck that shit. I'm a better coach than them. I know I can teach them. I don't care if we were coworkers in the past. I've risen when they stayed the same. Vocalize positivity when internal negativity hits. Deal? Yeah, deal. I Yeah, deal. I'll, I will frame it. It's not her at all. Like, I like I get it no, with no. every time I get a thing. I just, I just in case anyone, not that they're gonna listen to it, but do it, yeah, it's not them at all. It's like do, it happens it, every it, time. If you do it every time, you fucking do it. Well, what a beautiful opportunity that you get to practice this so many times. Yay! Yeah, I'm gonna start practicing that. Absolutely, yeah, I like, and I, yeah. Every time, every Say that time, again, sorry. Every time, every time, you hear that? Every time. Every time I do it, every time, every time I'm not an anxious person, I've dealt with anxiety before. And I choose to take a different path when it shows up. Yes. So every time it shows up, you're like, oh, cool. What a beautiful opportunity for me to practice this new ritual. It's going to change my life. Yeah, I'm going to start practicing that, do the positivity out loud. I think the other reason why I got it is a bit more like full transparency is that I am on medication and I'm weaning off it at the moment too. So I think that potentially will play a role but i'm not letting it stop me from my actions good and external will never dictate your internal mm. when you truly remember yeah. who you actually are but your internal will yeah. all dictate your external if you allow it positive gotcha work. all right i was I gonna i'm gonna drop the bottle like but we break it right now. <laughs> uh, Anthony, thank you. What up? i think i totally cut taylor but all good uh, my questions around marketing to egotistical people right i deal with a lot of people that are currently in the gym how would you guys recommend marketing to those people to get them to realize that they actually do need help faster like i got off a call yesterday and pretty much overcame all of his objections i literally had him calling himself a hypocrite but he ultimately said he kind of still wanted to do it on his own even though he knew the program would get him results, would get him there faster. Well, first things first is you can't well, help but don't want help. But he, they do because he's on the call with me, right? So he does want help. Okay, so is this a marketing question or a sales question? Mostly a marketing. Like, you know, let's frame it marketing from like a content standpoint. If should I be pretty much taking all their objections and mark or speaking on social media to those objections directly? Yeah. Yes. Okay, keep going. You're fucking answering. Keep going. Question. Keep going. I like this. Keep yes, going. that's number one. Okay, and how aggressive should I get with this? Is it just like be fucking you? And if how aggressive? How aggressive are you? 
I'm always pretty fucking aggressive on social media. Because, like, when me and Cole talk, like, if you hear me and Cole talk, like, there's levels. Like, Cole's, like, 9 out of 10 aggressive. Wes Watson's 10 out of 10 aggressive. <laughs> I'm, like, 7 out of 10 aggressive, right? So it's, like, yeah. we have different ways. Like, Cole and I might be saying the exact same thing, but the way that mm-hmm. Cole say, he Cole's going to come at you a lot fucking harder than I am, even though our message is the same. So it's like, there's not a right answer for how aggressive you should be. The right answer is like, be your fucking self. But also like another thing, bro, when you're on these calls with the guys that are already want, like that are already working out, the language that you use is like, first of all, write this down. You need to stroke their ego. Mm-hmm. That, that, you guys said that couple pop podcasts ago. I've been using, I've pretty much closed every call since. Except for the one. But yeah. this is but plus, this is a great conversation. Well, I got, I got a deposit. I got a deposit on you, so it's not over. Right. But I, earlier on the podcast, we talked about how an isolated incident doesn't indicate a major issue, right? You guys yes. remember that? Yes. Yeah. So like yeah. you're like close everyone. So that being said, I'm still gonna let you know. Stroke three, you're like, listen, Anthony, I get it. Like you already go to the gym, bro. And the truth is you don't need a coach because you'll get decent results with or without a coach. But if you want to get to the next level, bro, every great athlete has a great coach. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you're the type of guy that's like wants to be a great athlete. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Am I right in assuming that you want to be like great, that you want to be absolutely shredded? You don't just want to be an average Joe in the fucking gym. Am I right or wrong? Okay, so great yeah. athletes, Anthony, have coaches. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, all these great athletes have yeah. coaches. Why you came to me. You're looking for a coach. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay, so there's two different options, right? Option number one is you can continue doing this on your own. And obviously, you've been able to see some decent results on your own. But let me be completely honest, bro. With like your work ethic and your dedication, you should be absolutely fucking shredded. And if I were you, I'd be upset that I wasn't more jacked than you. I'm no offense, but like you should already be shredded. So the fact that you're not means that you're doing something wrong. The good news about that, Anthony, is guys like you and me, we get results easily because as soon as I give you the strategy, you're going to implement, you're going to get lean. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. Are you mind if I tell you a little bit more about my program? Mm-hmm. This is right here. Look, did is what I was about to say to you guys. This is called the compliment sandwich. Okay. You can do this in dating as well, but don't get, don't blame me if you get slapped by a girl or some shit or a guy. Like, listen, this is a compliment right here. The top part of Brian's wallet. This is the fucking insult. And then this is the other compliment. And we put it right in the fucking middle there. That's how you deal with ego-driven individuals. What Brian just said. Homie, you look great. And honestly, like, if you kept doing the shit that you were doing, you'd see amazing results. But let's be real. Like, your back needs to come up. Your calves look absolutely atrocious. And you're not seeing results as quickly as you should. You're You're doing decent, though. Like, you're doing decent. So it's literally, like, you need to check where they're at, right? Again, one of the reasons why I love bringing up Lane Norton and the way that he delivers his content is because he's incredibly knowledgeable, but he makes you feel like a fucking idiot without calling you an idiot. So people are like, God damn it, I feel fucking so stupid after watching that video, but he's so right and I need to hire him because they're doing amazing. And that's why when we worked with Lane Norton's team, we we're able to help generate them over $2 million. Feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like, like, you know what their problem is. So stroke their ego, like Brian said, then bring them down a fucking notch with the knowledge you have, not even being a dick. Like you have the knowledge, so use it. Homie, you say you're not doing, but this diet is fucking ridiculous. It's no wonder you haven't been building muscle. And then give them more knowledge because then it's like they're getting insulted. But it's also like you're not being a dick and just making fun of somebody for no reason. You're just pointing out the obvious to you because you are the expert and not them. Feel me? And then we can also challenge them and be like, and listen, I get it. You can't do this on your own. But let's be fucking honest. If you could do this on your own, you wouldn't be on this call with me. Am I right or wrong? Exactly. Yep. And the reason you're on this call with me is because you know that I can get you shredded, right? Yep. So is getting shredded something that you kind of want to do? Is it something that you're fully committed to? No, fully committed. Let me me talk to you about my program options. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Absolutely. Cool. Go implement. Thank you, guys. You're welcome, bro. What's up, David? What's up? Best day of our lives, bro. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, It's actually, how should I call it? Uh, A little mental breakthrough for me to just uh, raise my hand the first time on Podchats or actually raise my hand the first time since I'm in the CLA. 
I love that. I just recognize I just recognized that I was the, the stupid coaching client who struggles with his diet and doesn't ask for help. <laughs> I like that, right? Yeah. I like that. It's actually the second time I raised my hand. The first time I raised it on content audits this Monday, just to get roasted with the first question uh, I have ever. Cole, you talked about being bilingual should be seen as, as our superpower. Yes. And I'm from Germany. I'm only posting on English right now. And um I was asking myself, how should I approach this? Because thinking about posting on, and I'm probably just overthinking it, but just posting in English and German on the same account, doesn't that kind of confuse people? Or because you said to the guy that he could make another account, but it would be a pain in the ass. And me right now thinking about it, having two accounts um, would be kind of overwhelming. So mm -hmm. how should I approach it when I post in two languages just on the same account? Because speaking on stories then in German, when there are English people on my account would be kind of weird. I'm, I'm worrying about that. How many followers do you have? About 600. B dope. So we're starting from the very beginning. All right. Now there's a multiple yeah. ways yeah. about building yes. an Instagram slash building an audience if you are bilingual. All right, you could just speak English, but then we also need to be transparent. Mm -hmm. And I've been very transparent with all of our bilingual speakers in the academy recently. If your English is not incredibly strong, it's going to be very hard for you to deliver talking videos and then therefore mm -hmm. stand out from individuals who speak English as their first language. So we can do mm -hmm. that. Great. But also understand that you're going to have to study fucking speaking and you're going to have to learn tonality and you're going to have to be able to articulate yourself a little bit better. Why? Because you're going mm -hmm. up against other coaches in the academy that have never spoken another language in their lives. Feel me? Make sense so far? Mm -hmm. Dope. Yes. Second option is you could do what our client Vinny did in the past and you can create I don't remember what other language he was in. He's Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Vietnamese and English on the same account. Now, if I'm not mistaken, he stopped doing that. Now he's just doing Vietnamese on one account, English on the other. But there's really no right answer here. Right? Why? Because there's not a lot of bilingual individuals creating multiple different accounts or speaking differently on both accounts. The reason why I say it's a mm. superpower is because, again, guys, everybody in the chat box, guess what is the biggest fitness industry in the entire world? Let me know in the chat box, please. Curious. Can you answer that for me? Wasn't it India or something? It is India. What's the second? What's the third? I tell you guys right now that Canada and the States are not near those other countries. So if you guys mm -hmm. can speak another language and pull them in, it will change the fucking game for you. So how can you do it? I would experiment with doing two different languages on one account first. Why? Because that's who you are. Why would you just throw your fucking roots away, right? Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean you do an entire day of just German and the next day just English? Probably not. I would literally turn around, do a story in English, and then be like, listen, I also got to fucking hit this for all my German brothers here and then fucking spit some German. Homie, mm -hmm. I promise you right now, if I knew how to speak Portuguese, I'd be going the fuck off on my social media in Portuguese as well, because that just brings a whole other audience in. And the people that are German that are in the audience are going to fuck with your, they're going to oh. fuck with you hard. It's going to be so ride or die. Mm -hmm. they're like, oh my God, not only is he a good coach, but now he's speaking my fucking language. Like now he's speaking to mm -hmm. me. So I feel special. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes. So the answer is both on this account for the next 30 days. Yeah. And figure mm -hmm. out what hits harder and whatever hits harder, mm -hmm. you're double down on. Yes. And no matter what hits harder, okay. but English hits harder and you double down in English, I still want you to sprinkle in some yes. German because it's who the fuck you are. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Dope. Dope. The second question would be, um, Kind of on a, on how I should handle my account because I just took my private account I had for years, you know, and when I actually just started posting when I joined the CLA and I just started posting on that account and all people on that account are basically my um, my power base. So all 
friends and family and and everything and it's not only my niche you know doesn't matter um, you don't have a niche right now you don't have a niche when you're if you are a new online coach that has under a thousand followers you don't have a niche your niche is anybody that will work with you for your first 10 clients now well what do okay. you mean brian what do you mean cole you guys teach us about niches yes of course because the niche is for fucking you not your social media why because if you have a niche in your brain it makes it easier for you to create content so you're just not talking about random bullshit feel me okay. yeah are you confident you could help your brother lose weight yes for sure what about your like high school friend that you haven't talked to in six years? Yes. Or like the homie from university that you used to know. Yeah. It's like yes. you can help anybody lose weight. And so your first 10 clients, you don't have a fucking niche. You'll, you'll work with anybody that'll work with you to collect your first round of clients. Once you have your first round of clients, then you can start being selective. But at first you guys like work with anybody that you can work with them in your area because you just want to get your business going. You just want to prove the concept. Make sense? Okay. Okay, dope. Thank you. Okay. I'll see you soon. See you guys. What up, Keith? What's going on, fellas? How you doing, King? Doing all right, actually. A couple of wins this week. I, for the first time, touched 700 pounds on a deadlift for one time Shit. on Monday. And I, because of you guys, have uh, decided to go for my first bodybuilding show in July, which is near my birthday. Yeah. So, super kudos for that. Sitting at like 235, but I'm going to drop down to probably like 205, maybe 200 at 510 for a class of the week. So, gonna put work on that. You but flex uh, on everybody, dog. I did this 700 pounds. I mean, 205 shredded as fuck. <laughs> What's up? Nah, bro, only because Cole, the only reason why I'm here in this academy is because you called me out on the live stream day one. Yeah. So, What's up, G? Like, not fuck you, but fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dog. <laughs> What's up? I'm excited. Uh, but so we were talking about social media earlier with our demographics and the insights. And so I went through and looked through all of mine. My insights are around 18 to 24 or 22%, 25 to 34 at 45.5%, 35 to 44 at 18.3%. But my avatar that I'm really looking for is uh, busy professionals who are looking to lose weight. So that's just like condensed down. I do train a lot more women than I do men. I'm not going to change my avatar again. But with content, I'm trying to hit both genders, so to speak, but I'm having more men as far as 66.2% men and 33.7% women. I know this is probably like a really dumb question, but is this more of a thing of talking more to those women and network expanding in the, not necessarily just like half sex, but like through my clients' profiles type of thing was like, how do I grow both the, the women's side of this as well? I'll tell you. So you just deadlifted 700 pounds, right? Yeah, sir. Now, let's just say you post a video of you deadlifting 700 pounds. Is that going to attract men or women? Men. 100%. Sure. So you're a big-ass motherfucker deadlifting 700 pounds. So that by itself, you're attracting men just because of that. Because guys are going to look yeah. at that and be like, what the fuck? I want to pull that weight, right? Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Women are going to come in because you're a big-ass teddy bear that talks about real shit. So when you start talking yeah. about real shit, you're going to start attracting women. Real shit, a.k.a. the story of you when you got picked on in high school because X, Y, Z. Real shit, a.k.a. the reason that you got into bodybuilding because of X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? It's like real shit. Something that you really fucking struggled with. That like deep emotional. Right. Like women okay. are going to connect to that emotional side of you, that vulnerability. So men, big strong men, want to be like you. Women are going to connect to that emotional side of you. 100%. I just want one piece of clarity before I give you advice. You said you don't mind with working with both genders and you want to work with both genders, correct? Yes, sir. Hey, dope. So yeah, I agree with Brian 100%. You just need to show the more vulnerable side of yourself because it sounds right. like you aren't. Because as a strong man, we need to understand that 
our power and our presence usually intimidates the other gender. So we need to show the other side of us that soft underbelly in order to attract them. However, what also when it comes down to your social media in general, you said you help professionals or busy professionals, and you don't mind helping genders. So just take a step back for a day and ask yourself, what pains are both genders dealing with as busy professionals? And then dissect a list of 10 to 15 different pain points, like deep, vulnerable pain, surface level pain, and more, and then start speaking to that deal. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, because then it's less about gender. I honestly love that niche more than any other one. I do not like gender specific niches. Why? Because a lot of you guys end up picking one that you don't understand due to what the money looks like or the people that have come to you off one viral video, and then you just go blank. But if you can associate your pain, like all your content solving individual pain, it will change the fucking game for you. Deal? All right. Big bet. Because like one of my clients, he's an IT programmer, and he's hit over 100 pounds in across all lists over the last year, right? So like, and I have another client that's a nurse, and she's hit 205 within the last eight months of training with me. So I guess I'm going to just use my specialization as a group specialist. Yes, that is a thing for the rest of you guys. And then just like hammer that down with content over the next few weeks too. I posted a reel yesterday with a collab and I think that got like 4,500 plays as of today. Good. Nice. I like that. So when it comes down to your bodybuilding show too, just another pro tip, while you're prepping, don't just document the hard shit. A lot of guys are like, the document of the hard workouts and they're screaming and they're fucking going off and everything else. But they don't understand that again, that is very aggressively masculine. Show the other stuff. What are you doing when you're sitting in the fucking living room, literally wanting to die because you're so fucking hungry? Or when you're like finishing your cardio and you're exhausted? Or when you're literally at the end of your prep and you're looking in the fucking mirror and you break down crying? I know every guy, all right, has gone through that shit in fucking prep. I have. I've seen you go through it. It's fucking hard. Right. I've done four shows taking myself down to sub 6% body fat. It's fucking atrocious. So when you're there and you're in your emotional state, I'm not saying just go online and cry for no fucking reason. What I'm saying is go online and talk about your pain and the shit you're overcoming. Feel me? I got you. Bet. Appreciate you, fellas. See you soon, King. Yes, sir. What up, Taylor? Yo, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Best day of our lives, homie. How are you? <laughs> so good, good, good. Same here. So here's the deal. Yesterday, I was super jacked up. Was it Monday? Maybe I think Monday, I was super jacked up to get on a content audits. And I jumped into the 10k group call that was at the exact same time and missed it. So what are the chances you guys could do a quick review of my profile? It doesn't have to be like an in depth one like Cole, I never expected to go like 1015 minutes on my ship, but just like, take a look at what my uh, real slash stories is actually what I wanted more feedback on. This is technically Brian's call, so it's his call. Why are you fucking pointing at me like I'm a podcast <laughs> yours? If, if you fucking give it to me, I'm the nice guy. I'm gonna say yes. Well, okay, then I'll do it. All right, then cool. I'm down. Follow his Instagram. <laughs> like, like, why are you making me fucking do it, dude? This I'm like, I'm the fucking nice guy, bro. Dude. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, if you want, I'm the. Fucking... I appreciate you guys. Thank you. I dropped it in the chat. So, what do you want us to specifically audit? Because if you're just like, just look it over, I'm probably going to say no and we're going to stop the audit. But if there's a specific thing that you want me to dive into, then hit it, right? What's going on? Yeah, I just uh, more on the delivery. Like, I, that was a big thing for me. I feel like the value is there. I feel like if people are to stick around and watch everything all the way through that, like, they're going to... My thing, like Brian said a million times, and it's like huge for me every time I make content, I'm thinking like, how can I make somebody fit for free by watching my shit? And so I think that if people will do that, they're going to get fit. But is my hook good enough? Am I like engaging enough? Do I sound like an idiot? Do I look like an idiot? Like things like that. Fuck. Mm. Send us your Instagram link. For some reason, we can't pull it up, Taylor. I, I dropped it in the chat. All right. Let's see. 
So delivery itself, correct? Oh, there we go. Okay, so we got proof. Good, good, good. Let's go to his reels. Fuck his stories. Because you're constantly resenting the idea of getting sweaty, tired, and sore. Not bad. I like it. This is fine. You're showing everything. Look in the first reel there. You can never stick to the program because you're constantly resenting. Can you guys hear that? Yeah. Okay. The idea of getting sweaty, tired, and sore. But guess what? You're going to have to do that if you actually want to make some changes in your life. So embrace that shit. Lean into it. Know that it's going to happen and know that every time you... I don't mind the way that you're talking and I like how you're moving through the video, but I don't like the way that you opened it because you're like, you're never starting or sticking to the program because you're resenting getting sweaty, sore, and tired. I rarely have heard anybody ever say that. Not to mention, it's not a deeper, deep emotional pain to make people actually pay attention mm -hmm. to the whole thing. That's number one. Mm -hmm. These have a place. So again, some of them will hit, some of them won't. Sorry, I was going to say, normally in the morning, I do one of the talking ones. And then in the evening, I do one of these simple clips or like some type of um, photo. Okay. The easiest way to remember how to brace your core properly when doing your heavy deadlifts is to imagine you taking shit. Sit down onto a bench and brace your core just like you're going to the bathroom and you're going to feel so, everything. I honestly don't mind that, but I would just start with, think you're taking a shit or act out that you're taking a shit and then go into the breakdown. Okay, again, instant, hmm. instant. Because like the time it took for you to get to the point was the easiest way to remember how to brace your core properly when doing right your heavy deadlifts. If I don't care, I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, I'm like, fuck this video, dude. I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. Why you it up? But if you're like, just think you're taking a shit. What we're going to do is I'm just going to play you the first three seconds of the videos. Here's how to steal content ideas from your competitor. When someone says, uh, I need to think about it. Never, ever, ever say these three words on a sales call. Everybody sees the Lambo, the match. First three seconds. No matter the circumstance, never, ever, ever. First three seconds. Here's a call mm. to action that you can post today that will immediately. First three seconds. Get it? We've all. It's like within the yeah. first three seconds, you need to tell me what the video is about because my attention span is short as fuck. Same thing with Cole. Guys, you want to know if your hooks are good? Scroll through the first three seconds of your videos. If they're not capturing attention, work on your hooks. Like the first three seconds mm -hmm. are like every fucking video. I'm trying to like first three seconds, first three seconds. That's all I listen to. When I'm scrolling through your guys' content, I'm not actually listening to the whole thing. I'm just listening to the first three seconds. Don't fucking give up. I'm going to tell you something that is away from society's standard. I'm going to tell you to be alone. Y'all see my success, but you don't see the fucking grind. Never, ever, ever. That's uh, just real. I don't need your validation. Some people will ditch you at your worst. Right? First three seconds. Make your presence. Mm -hmm. First three seconds. You all have that client that says this. Pro you got to tell them what the fuck the video is about in the first three seconds. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's the thing is that I know that that's, I know that that's what I'm missing. And I just like every single time somehow just like miss the mark on delivering. And like, Plus, I know you were missing too. the mark on delivering. You just need to practice it more because bro, this took me a fucking year and a half to get. Yeah. yeah right. Like it took me a long okay. time to get. So you're now you're in the process. You're like literally this close to getting it. So the next time you mm -hmm. write scripts, I want you to look at the real scripts and say, like, how can I say this better? Because, bro, I still do this to this day, Taylor. I'll write my script. Mm -hmm. and I'll be like, okay, what's the what's the hardest fucking hitting part of this fucking script? Yeah. Brace your core for your deadlifts by taking a shit, right? That's fucking first three mm -hmm. seconds. I'll be like, what? That's right away. It's instant. Mm -hmm. Instead of the six seconds that it takes you to get to the point. And that yes. doesn't seem like a big deal. But when you multiply that concept throughout the entire video, that makes a difference between a 37-second video and an 18-second video which makes the difference right. going viral or it not. Mm -hmm. You're 30 years old, you're 30 pounds overweight, and you don't have 30 minutes to work on yourself, but you say that self-care is one of the reasons. 30 years old, 30 pounds overweight, but you don't have 30 minutes a day. Are you fucking joking me? Yeah.
Mm. Right? So it's like, I said the same shit you said in fucking three seconds that it took you 10. Yeah. The best form of cardio mm. is to burn the most fat, fastest. You can stick to. I know it's not the answer you want to hear and you want to know that they're not. Don't ever do those videos. Fucking boring. Everybody write this down. Let's- write this down. Nobody do common sense videos. They're yeah. fucking dumb. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, <laughs> here's a common sense video. If you guys want to grow on social media, you should post five times a week. Posting five times a week will help you get results. Have a nice day. Nobody's going to fucking come back to that. Nobody's going to save that. They'll be like, no shit, you fucking idiot. Right? So it's like, I, dude, I saw an online coach post this the other day. They're like, do you want to know how I got from this to this? Consistency. Out. Yeah. I was consistent for five years and I ate healthy food and it helped me get from this to this. Have a nice day. I'm like, who the fuck is going to follow that? Who's going to listen to that? Mm. Who's going to save that? Like, be like, it's super fucking cheesy, bro. But like the best form of cardio that you can stick to would be that what I would say if I were you is like, if you're having a hard time losing weight because you don't have time, here's a five minute cardio circuit that you can do at home to burn body fat. Mm-hmm. People are going to save that. Why? Because people are lazy as fuck. You need to give them the thing that they can do. They don't want to do it. Go ahead. Yeah. I wanted to push back on that. If you watch that too, that was actually a reply to one of my comments, to one of my client's comments and said my Q&A. So like, sure, it's a common sense thing, but like legit, that was my client who commented and asked that. Where is it? Where is it? This is uh, Okay, but this is not a fucking reply to a comment because you didn't reply to the fucking comment, right? Well, that's like, so that's inside my private Facebook community. Like my clients ask questions and I go live the next day. So I was just like snapping those. Yeah. So I understand that it's replying to a a client and you're like, someone asked that, Mm -hmm. but you create content for your clients to keep them there mm-hmm. and then you create content on social media to get more. Yeah. Feel me? Yeah. And it's was, two different buttons. Yeah. I, I will also, I get what you're saying. Yeah. What you're saying mm-hmm. is actually correct because you're like, Brian, I'm fucking doing what my client asked for me. And like, I'm replying to a client's struggle, which is what you tell me to do on social media. Right. Which is technically true. Mm-hmm. You're technically correct. However, the way the Instagram algorithm works is people are going to only going to save, watch, share, come back to consume your content if they're getting something that they don't already know mm-hmm. right people most people already know this it's like mm-hmm. everybody already knows that you should be posting on social media five times a week so if i'm like hey if you want to be an online coach you want to grow on social media post five times a week all you need to do is post connection proof of value five times a week do that for a year you'll grow have a nice day nobody's going to come back to that but if i take so taylor if i take that same concept mm-hmm. And I go like this and I'm like, what is something in this that I can teach? I can be like, here's how to post a connection reel that will instantly go viral and help you sign your next client. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So it's like, instead of the that best, makes sense. so it's instead of like, what's the best form of cardio to burn body fat? You could be like, here's a five minute at home cardio circuit that you can do today that'll help you burn fat. Then you give them the at home, at home cardio circuit. And then at the end of the video, you're like, by the way, the best form of cardio is the one you can stick to. Peace. Mm. Get it? Yeah. 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 Marketing slash teaching in your community is vastly different from like what you produce on social media because it just has to be because these individuals are already bought into you. So it doesn't matter if you speak for the next 65 minutes in the most boring tone in the world, they'll listen because they have money in the Mm -hmm. game where these people Mm -hmm. on your social media don't feel me. Mm -hmm. And you also have to understand on social media, you're talking to strangers. And so if a stranger comes across your video on social media and you're like, the best form of cardio is one that you can stick to, they're not going to follow you. And so another way, so Taylor, let's, let's take that same concept because let's stick with that video. I want to play around that video concept. So that concept, Taylor, let's say this, you could literally be on the treadmill. So what was the, what was the actual question your client asked you? About what is the best form of cardio? The best form of cardio to burn Pause. the most. Is running on the treadmill good enough? So you could, so you could start the video. You'd be like, stop running on the fucking treadmill if you want to lose weight. 
Listen, guys, the best form of cardio is the one that you can stick to. The treadmill isn't the only way. The bike works. Yoga works. Going for a walk works. Going to the gym works. Mm -hmm. The best form of cardio is the one you can stick to. Peace. That's a better way of delivering the same message. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. No, that's what I, that's, that's what I'm hearing. Cause when you guys are saying like, oh, like people don't ask that. I, I would say like, no, I think a lot of people do ask like, what's the best way to do cardio? What's the best way to burn fat? But I hear what you're saying when you say like deliver it differently for yeah. my client versus for people online. Yeah. And then like, if you guys could add or any, uh, any feedback as far as just like how much talking reels, like almost everything is talking reels right now for me. That's Do you fine. think I need to blend in more yes. things? Is that okay? No, because the more that you practice talking reels, the better that you're going to get at the concepts that we're talking about right now. I agree. And again, guys, even though photos do have a place now in 2024 due to the fact that Instagram is pushing them again, reels are still the primary where to grow. And every guru or fucking algorithm expert will tell you that. It's still the main thing that you should be doing. And talking is the only fucking thing that will separate you from other people unless you're like Chris Bumstead Jack. That's just how it is. You either need to be turbo fucking jacked like that 19 year old yep. or whatever the fuck his name is. Homie just beat Arnold's record. Or you need to be an authority through the words that you're expressing. So keep it keep it going. All right, Say. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Thank All you. Right. Boom. See you soon, King. Last and not least, Pete. What's up, King? Yo, what's up, boys? How you doing? Super well. Hey, uh, Cole, I heard you're uh, coming to Australia. Yes, I am. I will be there at the end of April. It's going to be fucking lit. You got your ticket yet? I will get it. Have you been surfing before? I have not been surfing in Australia before, but I learned in Dominican and I'm definitely fucking going in Australia. I'm going to bust my fucking ass. It's going to be fun. Okay, man. I'll get you boards. We'll go together. Let's do it. Yeah, I like that. I'm in. Fucking 100%. Just make sure my short ass don't get yeah, yeah. sharks because I'm not a good swimmer, okay? So we're going to have to make sure yeah, man. I don't die out there, okay? I got you. I got you, bro. Good. What's up? So, boys, wins. Record month so far, Brian. Just implemented everything you told me last pod chats like a month ago. 5K month so far. Perfect fit clients. I like it. Good job, bro. Feeling good. And the biggest thing is just been documenting like on the stories what I think is boring shit, but just the basics that people are like, oh, he's super consistent. And it's like, they've all said that on every call. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's awesome. And I'm like, fuck, I've heard you guys say this a million times, but it's actually... It actually works. What a freaking, you know, what a surprise. <laughs> I fucking love that. So social proof. I've got a lot of clients who have like feeling better, dropping some dress sizes, but nothing like no amazing before and afters. Brian, last time you said to keep sharing mine. So I'd love to know just more creative ways to share mine that isn't fucking repetitive. So here's what I'd recommend that you do, bro, is how many clients do you have that would like that like actually love your program that actually love you uh i would say they're all doing really well right now so 25 24 so here's i'm gonna give you a very specific message you're gonna send out to them all right you're gonna be like hey pete estimation mark hope you're having a great day dot 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 i have a bit of a weird question for you question mark and they'll be like yeah what's up and you'll be like do you enjoy working with me as your coach question mark and they're gonna be like oh my god i love you you're the best you're so handsome and australian and you're like okay great so i was wondering if you wouldn't mind doing me a short 60 to 90 second testimonial video question mark it doesn't have to be long or professional or anything like that just answering three main questions number one what was your biggest hesitation in joining up with me number two what are the specific results we've gotten inside of the coaching program and number three would you recommend me to others in your in my audience i appreciate you so much i feel like your story could inspire the next woman to join my program and you're going to send that message out and you're going to get a bunch of these videos back and then you can start using those videos two three times a week on your social media as social proof because even if you don't have drastic before and afters, if you have 20 women that are like, Pete is the fucking man, not only is he handsome, but he also knows what he's doing, you're going to start to sign more clients. Make sense? Yeah, epic. Makes sense. And do stories, obviously. Would you do them as a reel as well? 
Both. You yeah. can do them as stories. You can do them as reels. The answer is both. I would do them. If you're going to do them as a reel, what I would do personally is I like to do swipe overs. So I could do, you could do a photo of you at the first one. You'd be like, my client, Sarah lost 15 pounds. Swipe to see your story. Or you could also do a photo of Sarah and you'd be like, Sarah's transformation working with me, blah, blah, blah. And then it's a swipe over to her video. And then the last carousel is comment me for info or DM me this for info, whatever. You could also, and this is a new thing that I'm actually seeing that I'll drop on here for the first time for you guys. If you're going to post proof as your reels, again, we need to realize that individuals didn't follow you to see other people. They followed you to see you. So if you were to start the video where you've got your phone in your hand, right? And you could literally edit this in InShot super easily, but you would start the video being like, my client dropped 15 fucking pounds and I'm so goddamn proud. She actually had something to say about the program. Let's listen to it. And then boom, the video pops up on the screen. It'd be like the same yeah, thing as Gary V reacting to different videos where you guys have seen me react to the Southwest Airlines video or Andy Elliott's videos or other things. You would just do it in a positive light rather than a negative light. And it that's, cool. that's, that's good. That's clever. Never yeah, thought about I'm that. Smart motherfucker, dog. That's smart. Right. Not king over here. All right. All you gotta do is make sure you start with the results. All right. Don't be like, my client's killing it. No one cares. All right. What happened? Did they drop dress sizes? Did they lose weights? Did they lose inches? Did they end up having to avoid a surgery because of your program helping them like what was the actual result start with that because people are like what the fuck and then bam the video pops up feel me feel you yeah that's killer that got you done one last super quick question um this week i've been invited into two like business slash life coaching programs to come in as the health expert so these are like perfect fit clients they're busy they got money but yep. their health sucks my plan is just to over deliver, reach out to them one-on-one, -on -one, make connections like we normally would. Is there anything else I should add? So you're speaking at a group? Yeah, online, but to a group, yeah. Okay, so tell them that anybody that's attending this masterclass is gonna get a free XYZ super sexy resource for them specifically. All they need to do to get the resource is to follow and DM you at Pete Tanzan on Instagram and then share your Instagram profile and be like, I'm gonna get you guys to go do that right now so I can get you guys the resource. I'm going to hold for a second. All right, you guys find me? Epic. Yeah. Okay, cool. Do you guys all send me a DM? Once you send the DM, just say done in the chat box. Done? Okay, great. I'm going to send it over to you as soon as I'm done this uh, coaching call. Love y'all. Thank you so much for having me. Epic. That's so smooth. Thank you, bro. That's sick. You've got the DMs, and now you can send the resource. You'd be like, what did you think of the call? Yeah. Cool. What's your biggest struggle in the training journey? Anything I can help you out with? Cool. Mind if I ask a couple questions about that? Bah, 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 bah. Smooth. That is so good. I love it. Cool. Perfect, man. I got you, bro. Happy to serve. Thanks, boys. You're welcome, brother. We see you. All right, guys, that is it. That is all that brings us to the end of Podchats. If you guys got value, please let us fucking know. So if you're coming to the penthouse, we'll see you guys at 6 p.m. PST. That's when the penthouse party starts. If you're not coming to the penthouse and you're like, what the fuck? Why wasn't I invited? Maybe you should come to the next thing that we do for PT. Get on a fucking plane and come out here. The funniest thing that I see all the time, and maybe you've noticed this, is like sometimes we'll travel places and then someone will ask me and Brian a question. Well, when are you coming here? When are you coming here? When are you coming here? Guys, we're the ones traveling around the world. Come see us. Okay. If we leave Canada, the place that's the hardest to get to in the entire world, come here. Okay. Kelowna is real hard to get to. Vegas is super fucking easy. Exactly. Right, get in a plane. So I'll see you guys in the penthouse. We love you. Appreciate you. Have the best day of your motherfucking lives. And we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.